Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Thank you to Dr. Zakheim for her kind words. I want to share with you what happened. I made a decision, I don't know rightfully or wrongfully, I suspect wrongfully, but I made a decision that during Elul I didn't want to leave Yeshiva, and I made a decision, I thought about it in the summer, and I decided no, no speaking during Elul. I'm asked to come places because I'm friends with some of the most sincere people who are changing my life and causing tremendous revolution of honesty and sincerity and courage. So being a funny way, maybe a voice of that, even though I'm distant and trying to be impacted by it, but people want to hear. They want to hear from the guys. They want to hear honesty and sincerity that the guys are sharing with the world. And I try to capture what I see and share it with the world. But I decided by Elul that, I'm, that I want to be focused on yeshiva. It's the beginning of the year. Rabbi Brownstein, my partner, carries a lot. He's there always. So I made a decision that I'm not going places. I spoke a few places Elul last year. I'm not speaking anywhere Elul. I was asked by many places because people want to tap into the guys, to, the, to this world of honesty, and I made a decision, so I kept with my decision. I could be stubborn like that, and I had decided I'm not. It could be because there was a degree of selfishness to that. I don't know why, but I was having a less than inspired Elul personally, where we all want to tap in. Elul is a place, is a, is a place we could tap into, it's a beautiful world, Elul, an uplifting world, an uplifted world. It's a sincere place that a person can enter in a very comfortable and happy, it's a beautiful time of year that it's possible to tap in. The Beis HaMikdash is a beautiful place. We could stand in the Beis HaMikdash and be oblivious to it. We could be in Elul, we could be Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in a beautiful time, surrounded with the possibility of tapping into something real. And Hashem runs the world. We don't always have the capacity, and it still can impact us. Our soul lives, but it's still hard. And I was having a less than inspired personal Elul. I got a call that I could say, change my Elul. I got a call from Dr. Zakheim that literally was a gift from Hashem and it changed my Elul. There was nothing she would have asked in that conversation. She said, come speak. Where, when, what time, what are we doing? And I want to tell you what the call was because this is just what happened. Now I'm going to share this and I know Dr. Zakheim and Reb Shleimah Zakheim was a what I've heard about him is he liked kindness. He was a person, a larger-than-life giver. And I've met many people who describe his kindness, but always in an eifen of tzneus, not wanting to be in the limelight. So even sharing this story, I declared, maybe I shouldn't say this story, but I have to. It's, to me, it's the most important thing that I want to say to everybody here. So I'm sharing this story. Maybe I even came to share this story. And I got called from Dr. Zakheim, and this was a person who was very, very worked up when she called. I've spoken many times. It was uncharacteristic. And what was said was extremely powerful to me. She said, I'm going to visit Shlemy in Eretz Yisro, and I want to bring a gift. 
she described that every time she goes, she hands a gift. What's a gift to this man? To this person, this person who just wanted to give and do for others, Ruchnius and people growing, and people growing comfortably and happily, Basimcha, that is the gift to Shlaimi. And she, Dr. Zakheim was working on a project that wasn't going to be ready for his yard site. And she asked with Bechiyos that I want to give a gift to Shlaimi. And I'm asking that I want to make a gathering. I want to make a gathering that will be an honor that people will come together and grow and tap into Elul, to Rosh Hashanah, to Yom Kippur, to the Zmanim. And that will be something that I can go to visit Shlaimi and tell him that I organized something in your memory and I could tell Shlaimi, I could tell him that I got him, that I gave him this gift this year. Olam Haba, Ruchnius, is a world, the world of Ruchnius, the world that we all have a soul, me and you, is not meant for a certain type of yid, it's a truth. I want to I share a line from Reb Nachman of Bresa, if I can, that I'd like to share with you. Reb Nachman observed the world, this brilliant Talmud Chacham, this brilliant Tzaddik, and his observation from the world is, Ein Yiyush Ba'olam Klal. There is no Yiyush. There's no giving up hope. Was the man blind? I don't want to talk tough. Reb Nachman was a tzaddik of tzaddikim. To try to learn his taira is... And a difficult taira, a huge, a giant soul. And the man observation of life is ein Yiyush ba'elam klal. He didn't say that you shouldn't give up hope. He said there's no such thing. It doesn't exist. Was he blind? The first thing in Yeshiva, 10th grade, which every human being needs, and it's nothing to do with what year. A guy could be 43, he could be 18, he could be 14. 10th grade in Yeshiva is I want a person to have kivoy, to have hope. And I, you'll meet somebody who's given up, who has yeyush. Maybe sat in lectures and heard about spirituality or heard a geshmak of art and feels so disconnected to it. Geshmak, the Rebbe saying, is like, he tried so many times to be stark and had like little starts. He was stark for a few days and then like, hmm, distance. And at a certain point, after many attempts of being stark, learning of screaming at his chavrusa, he gives up. It's never, it's not resonating. It's not connecting to me. And there's Yeyush. And we see a world of plenty of people who hear his conclusion. I've studied the world. I've watched people. There's no Yeyush here. There's no giving up. Really? No give, nobody's giving up? He doesn't say it's not allowed. He says, Ein yiyush klal. It doesn't exist. There's no such a thing. That was this man who understood the world sharply and deeply and profoundly. That was his conclusion. That's what he concluded on people. There's no yiyush here. I don't know another human being who would make that conclusion. There's a lot of yiyush. We, we have whole movements to try to work and try to get people to undo Yeyush. And the man concluded it doesn't exist. And Yeyush Ba'elam Klal, it's, 
to say Usr Lisyayish, it's forbidden to give up hope. That would make sense. Ainless Yayish. To say one should not, you don't want to say Usr, it's too harsh. So say not to give up makes sense. To say Ain Yiyush Ba'ilam Klaw for a person to say, could you imagine there's no challenges in this world, but there are. Ain Yiyush, it doesn't exist Yiyush in the world at all. That's where Abnachman said. What Rab Nachman was, was saying is that we all have a soul. The soul is a mitzayus of Acha Sha'alti Mesa Hashem Oisavakish. The soul wants Hashem. The soul will never ever give up. If somebody looks you in the face and says, I give up, they are lying. The pain, if you gave up, so Mazel Tov, it must be, life must be so good, you give it up. <laughs> The pain is, but I can't. Whenever anybody tells you I have quit, the tsar is that I want to, but I can't. We have a soul. And the soul stays, and the soul wants, and the soul craves, and the soul exists. And it can't be stilled. The soul wants Hashem. The soul is shaykh to Hashem. The soul gets energized by serving Hashem. And in Yish, and in that place, there's nothing one can do. It doesn't exist. And Yish it doesn't exist. One cannot give up hope. Shucks. The goal, so what's 10th grade, is to get in touch with that part of us, Kivui, to find that hope, that want, to live and touch that place. Acha shalti Hashem. The double Lushen, we all, as Klal Yisrael says it by El, it's a double Lushen. One thing I ask, and that I ask. It's repetitious, redundant. And of course, what David HaMelech is saying is, Acha Shaalti, my soul wants, my soul craves, my soul never, ever gives up. From wanting Ruchnis, never gives up, never. Could be decades, one could be 97, and a lifetime of distance, and the soul wants. Oysa, Vakish, I want to live in that place. I seek that place. Bachram will say a line that I, I don't say I want, I want to want. You want, you want, you don't want to want, you want. You want, ain't yish ba'ilam klal, you want. I want to want just means I want to live with that want. I want to experience. I want to be in touch with that want. To get a call during Elul of somebody who lives the, the soul, the, the neshama, and Olam Haba is real. And I want to bring my husband a gift. And what is the gift? That Yidin should get together in a pleasant way with smiles. To me, we started late. We didn't, I tell you the truth. To me, we didn't start late. We started early because people greeted each other. The speech is much less important than people Yidin greeting each other. The Iker beginning, we started a little early. We started instead of eight. My kids make fun of me that late people come early. And I was like to come at 8.31. I hang with Rav Johnny. He gets me there on time. 8.31, 8.33 we came. But we started right away. People met each other. Yidin should greet. Yidin should enjoy each other's presence. 
and to hear of a Yid who's very much, Sadiqim b'misasim kruyim chaim, who's very much alive, very much exists, and to see a person who's aware, to see Dr. Zakheim, who wants to make a gathering, that her husband's neshama, to hand her husband a gift, so then, where is it? I'm coming. There was no, there, there was no further discussion. Nothing needed to be discussed. Amen. So I want to thank Dr. Zakheim. I want to say that her husband, Reb Shloyme Zakheim, I'm zeichet to know the grandchildren. I know Ari, I know David, I know the fam, beautiful people. So I heard from many friends, you would have loved him, anybody, any human being who likes life, who likes kindness, who likes connection, who likes bonding, who likes chaos, who likes living the... Caring about another, energizing another person, would want to meet this person. I feel that I've met Shlaimi through his grandchildren, the beauty, sincere, kind, beautiful people, through knowing the Mishpacha. But I want to say here from this alone that Dr. Zakem wants to give him a gift. And what's the gift? It should be a pleasant gathering, it should be pleasant and geschmack. People should come together. To me, so I've met him, I've talk, I have met him, and I meet him now. And I want to say that this precious neshama that cared about people, that was larger than life, was something deeper than our finite world, much deeper. I want to share a word, I didn't plan on saying this, but I want to share this word about Rav Shleimah's yard site that's coming. I want to share a word with you. I had a kasha, a question, I want to talk, we'll start the speech in a few minutes. But I want to share a word. I had a question. Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's parsha says that my birthday is today. He tells us on the day of his death, his last speech to his precious people. And he said, It's my birthday today. Am I being loud enough in the back? Perfect. He said, it's my birthday today. I'm 120 today, it's my birthday. And we're taught a Gemara Kedushin that Tzadikim, Hashem, is mimalash noiseim shel Tzadikim. Tzadikim are often nifter on their birthday. There were a few Tzadikim who were nifter, a couple, who were nifter on their birthday. If Revezi was here, I'd make him share which ones and what date. But there were Tzadikim who were nifter on their birthday, and Chazal tell us, that it's normal, that it's tzaddik could be nifter on his birthday. Tzaddikim Hashem is mimalish noiseim. It's fascinating that Reb Shleima was nifter on Rosh Hashanah, which is the birthday of the world. That's a sign of tzaddikim. On the day it starts that the nifter, what the Indian is, is that they had completion. There was completion. They finished their mission. And they're nifter on their birthdays. That's what it says about tzaddikim. Tomorrow Kedushan. My kasha is, and I'm curious if anybody has a pshat, the, it's a Yushalmi in Rosh Hashanah in the third parak. The Yushalmi says that Amalek, when they had an army, they would find soldiers who was their birthday. Because on a person's birthday is good mazel. You have good mazel, you have good fortune on your birthday. If you ever want to do a business deal, do it on your birthday. You have good mazel to Yushalmi. So the Yushalmi says the armies would find soldiers. It was their birthday. A good plan. They certainly wouldn't die. And that's what the armies of Amalek would do. The Yushalmi says it. So we're not studying Amalek. We're studying Yushalmi. 
Yerushalmi and Masechta Rosh Hashanah of all Masechtas. So I ask, we have a contradiction. From the Yerushalmi, you see, good mazel, the soldier wouldn't die, wouldn't be nifter on his birthday. And the Gemara Kedushin says that Tzadikim, Hashem takes the part, Toilam Aban, their birthdays. Big kasha. I don't like running to answers early. There's no speeches. If a kasha doesn't disturb, if it doesn't disrupt, there's no kasha, there's no vartim. If a kasha, so then you're bothered. Then there's, there's friction in the room. That's a problem. The Bavli says, Sadiqim Anifter on the day of their birthdays. So the birthday, somehow that mazel doesn't stop. And the Bavli says that soldiers would fight on their birthday. Amalekim, because they have good mazel, they certainly wouldn't perish. And to me, the answer has to be just what's being said here. There's good mazel on the birthday. Goyim live in the world of mazel, a mazel Yisrael. Now, what does it mean, a mazel Yisrael? Does not mean we don't have mazel. We say mazel tov. Goyim live in a very finite world. They live very. They live existence very stuck in the world. World existence. In that existence. If today is a good mazel, if I depart, so my mazel wasn't good. In this finite world, if I depart, so a good mazel has to be that they're going to survive the war. That's true by Goyim. By Yid, we live a life of eternity, of souls. Our actions matter for all eternity. We're connected to the eternal one. We live an existence of things that matter forever, that we reap benefit and rewards forever. The answer is that phone call that tonight we're here because we're giving Shlomo Zakai, Rev Shlomo Zakai, a gift because he's an Olam and he was a man of kindness and a man who liked Yidden, who loved Yidden, who wanted to see Yidden enjoying and getting together and growing and talking together. So we're here tonight. We're a people of eternity. In that world, Sadiqim could depart on their birthday. They go to Olam Abba, Sadiqim Ayelchu Mechayel Alchayel, and continue to choir more schar and more schar. Sadiqim go to Olam Abba and Ayelchu Mechayel Alchayel. They continue to grow. Reb Shloimeh was big, Bechayev is bigger today. The gift of tzaddikim, the gift of people that plug into eternity as they grow. They add their children, their descendants, the people that were impacted by them. Do more and they increase, they get bigger, they understand more, they become bigger people. Tzaddikim grow. And Oibazoi by Tzadikim, so Tzadikim could be Nifter on their birthdays. I didn't know that. Hashkacha Sashem. That the Levaya, Reb Shleimah Zakem's Levaya, was an English birthday, it upsets me. People say, it's not my real birthday, that's nonsense, that's silliness. There's a solar year lunar. We're actually supposed to be mashva the solar to the lunar. We have tzivuyim. It's real. There's sonar. And Rav Shloim I didn't know. Everything's hashkocha. This tzaddik. This doesn't happen. This happens to tzaddikim. I didn't know this. Rav Shloim was nifter on the day of his birthday. Amazing. 
you just witnessed the nace lekavod Reb Shloim Zakim. Shkachas Hashem. I'm I'm going to a song from there. <laughs> now I'm going to a song. We will pause for a song. Maybe we just end. Nachum. Maybe we should just end. Good night, Rabbi Say. I got miyantim. Ksevusim mitayva. We only have. Wow. What was the date? September eighth. Nachum says, I listen. That's an old, it's gotten me good places. Wow. We're going to do a song. This Sadik was nifter the day he was born. I'm listening to Nachum. I'm continuing. But with a song, Daddy's Mask him. Do you have the guitar?
It says about the mitzvah of tshuva. Ki a mitzvah zayis. This mitzvah of tshuva. Shanoichim tzav chayoyim. Rishonim say the parasha before speaks about tshuva. Says this mitzvah loy nifleisimimcha is not very distant from a person. Loy rechayki. Loy b'ashamayimim. Tshuva is not so far from us that it's in the heavens. Lamer that you'd be moved to say miyalalanu ashamayma. Who's going to go up to the heavens to get it? V'yikocheolanu, and bring it to us. V'yashmienu oisa, menasena. Lo'yimei it's not across the seas. Lamer miyavrlanu aleiver ayam, yikocheolanu v'yashmienu oisa, menasena. It's not distant, it's not so far. It's not something that we would say it's impossible. Rather, it's very close. It's in our mouths and our hearts to do it. This pasuk is difficult to talk if everybody's facing this way and I see something in the back. It's a sensitive words for some people in New York right now. But I say it. <laughs> you laugh, you're following. But the bottom line is, if I say it, I say it's a giant. Oh my goodness, it's a giant. I said, oh, no, no, no. No, very short. Midget-like. That's a very bizarre conversation. What did you think originally? What's, are you okay, Kalish? 
You're first seeing something is huge, then it's tiny. What's happening? That's called mikatsel akatsa. That's not normal. You could say that shuva is not very. It's not. It's not even like anything. It's easy. That makes sense. To describe vividly that there's some thought that shuva is impossible. It's not happening. It's bashamayim. It's meiver layam, and Hashem is very mayrich on that. That thought. That havamina. That. Clearly, there's some way of viewing this as impossible. It's not happening. But that's not true. It's very easy. That's bizarre. What did you think and what do you think now? What just happened? That's bizarre. It's odd. What's happening here? That there's a thought that shuv is impossible. We're not shayach to a conclusion that not only is it shy, it's like nothing. You could say it's not impossible, it's just murder. But if you really kill yourself, you know, if you work, your brain's out, uh-uh, we're shot. That makes sense. To say it's not impossible and be lengthy about what, like, what people are saying, that it's bashamayim, it's neighbor layam, it's totally unattainable to a conclusion that it's simple. What just happened? Strange. Kasha number one. Kasha number two is a pasuk in Zechariah. Thank you, Thank you, Eli. The pasuk in Zechariah, the Trey first parak of Zechariah pasuk Gimel. The Navi says to you and I, So Hashem says the master of armies, Shuvu elai numa Hashem. Hashem says, I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you, me. Me and you. I want you. With anything on our history, any yid is called by the Navi, Shuvu elai. I want you. I want you. A call that reverberates today. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Shuvu elai. I want you. I want you. Contrary to ridiculous thoughts, I'm far, I'm this, I messed up. Nonsense. Shuvelai, I want you. I want you. Shuvelai, I want you. Hashem says a call that every year receives. The call of Hashem saying, I want you. That's the Navi gives the call. But then he says a very funny thing. He says, Vashuva Aleichem, I'll return to you. Hashem's doing tshuva now. I want you. I know in a relationship you need two, but God saying, I want you, come to me, means he wants us. What's vashuva aleichem? And I'll, come, I'll do tshuva to you. What is that? Hashem said tshuva he wants us. Hashem wants us. Kipshutoy mamish. He wants us. Tshuva So what's vashuva aleichem? And I'll come back to you. What's that? What is he adding? Hashem's doing tshuva? Hashem didn't sin. What's happening? What's vashuva aleichem? And a relationship needs two. But saying I want you means there's two. I want you. Come back. That's it. Nothing more needs shuva. Shuva is the call of the season. Is the call, the eternal call from the eternal one to a beautiful people who are the children of Hashem that he wants us. What's this further? And I will return to you. So the Medjush and Psikta Rabasi asked this Kasha. 
And the Medrash gives a marshal, but what the Medrash says is as follows for this question. What Hashem is saying, I want you, you might feel very far, come home, but it's a long way away. And what the Tata says is, I ask you, flinch. Lift up a phone and say, Dad, flinch, and I'll come to you wherever you are on planet Earth. I don't care how many thousands of miles you're away. Show daylight. Show me, tell me you want it. From wherever you are, I want you. And you flinch, you move an inch. I'll meet you wherever you are, I'll drive. God has access, planes, crazy stuff, he can get us. Shuvelai, wherever you are, say I want, I'm interested. Shuvelai. I was called by a guy. A guy called me, we spoke to a close friend, we spoke a week ago. Said I was at a ball game. I was at a ball game on a Friday night with a Goyesha girl. And he said, Rebbe, a ball flew to me. The guy said, he caught a ball that he sold for $50,000. It was a home run of Albert Paul's, one of the last home runs of his career, 701. You can look online, he caught it. He said, why'd Hashem send me the ball? It was a low moment of my life on a Friday night. And a ball came right into my hand. He had a hair shuvah, Hashem likes me. There's no chance, there are no odds of such a thing. The ball found him, sold it for $50,000. He had a hair tshuva, Hashem wants me. Shuvelai, show me you want one hair tshuva, one thought, Hashem, you're into me. I'll find you, I'll track you down. I'll meet you wherever you are, I'll track you down. And of course, the Pasuk, there's a Havamina, tshuva is impossible. Where we want to get to is big places. Places that seem so far and that seem so far, tshuva. And the answer is that I want you. And the answer is, it's very, very close and small and tiny. A sincere blessing. A sincere good morning to another Yid. Something sincere. I'll come to you. I'll bring you, I'll carry you, I'll bring you all the way. Once I'm involved, once Hashem's involved, it's not Bashamai, we're asking who's going to get me there. The answer is Karve Lecha, Davramai, Shuva Elaiva, Shuva Alechem. I want to share with you an Elul message, a Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur message, that two things I want to speak about. But the first thing is this point that Hashem wants you and I. Shuvei he wants us, and he wants a movement, a movement of sincerity. And Yish Ba'ilam Klau, we have a neshama that craves, and he wants sincerity, authenticity, something we're passionate, something real, something authentic that we do. So I'd like to share with you a word from Reb Tzadik HaKayin that has that is, that is meant a lot to me, this El, that I want to share with you. It says that we're at the end of Saita that Ikvisa the Mashiach, the footsteps of Mashiach, Chutzpah Yaski, there's going to be a proliferation of Chutzpah. What is that? Footsteps of Mashiach, it does not mean a bad thing, because if it's bad, it's not a footsteps of Mashiach. Footsteps of Mashiach means there's going to be some truth that's Niskala. 
there's some truth here, and it's going to present itself as chutzpah. Chutzpah yaski. That truth, that footstep, the rays of truth, are going to present as a chutzpah. What is that? So I want to share with you, Rev Tzadik's Prat. There's another pshat from a great Jewish mind that can change our lives for a different time. I want to share Rev Tzadik's Prat because that's what I want to come with this element. I had a roommate when I was a youngster. I had a friend in my dear. And he would wake up later than the rest of us, the Shachas. I was no early bird, but maybe I liked him. He made me feel like an early bird. And he would daven later, and when he davened, it would anger us. He would dance. Jump around. It could be 1.30 or 6.30. He was dancing with his tefillin. And he made me mad. When I was younger, I told myself I was mad because I don't like fake, and you're really sad, and you're only pretending to be happy. You're davening. I davened in the shtibble at 8.30, and I'm frustrated. I didn't get up for the seven minion. I just put in a first seder, and I'm frustrated if I got to the place I want to get. You have, and you're pretending you're happy, you're davening at six in the afternoon. <laughs> Fake. So that's what I said to myself while I was angry, while it, why, why it made me upset. That's what I said to myself. I want to tell you why I was upset. I was upset because he's such a chutzpah. And I was upset because I was angry that I didn't have that chutzpah. There's a gorgeous chutzpah. He was saying, God wants me, Shuvelai. I want your prayer badly. It's not, Hashem, oh, you woke up late now. No, I want your prayer. I want your tillin. I want your shma. I want your shmanesre. You're a good boy, good girl, bad baloney. You're my son. You're my child. I want you. I want you. I want you. I might say Shabbos, I was supposed to speak in my shul, Slichus, before Slichus. I closed myself in a room for two hours and thought and thought, read Svarim that I like, and I came blank to Slichus. I couldn't speak. I couldn't speak. I had this story. I knew even saying it here was a Chiddush. My El was this story, and this var from Ebzadik HaKai. I couldn't speak. So what do you do when you can't speak? And it sings. Singing resonates by me. So people, I come into shul, the receivers gathered around, woke up, I'm supposed to speak, I can't speak. So everybody said, please gather around the table and we sang. We sang together. We are in the middle of singing. My son was away from Shabbos, walks into the room, Hudi walks into the room. And I was filled, I didn't see him the whole Shabbos. We're singing, it's pretty supposed to be speaking, it turned into a singing instead. And my son, Hudi walks into the room. My only thought is my son is here. I was excited my son was here. I was excited. I didn't see him the whole Shabbos. My only, I missed him Shabbos. I saw him Friday. He took my car away. His car, I drive. I can't, I drive his, he drives mine. I saw him Friday. We hung out. We spent time Friday. I saw him, I'd say Shabbos, and I was fired up. And I'm thinking that if I miss the whole year, Hashem just wants me. I'm his son. I promise he just wants us. He wants us. I feel so bad, Hashem. I, stop. Stop. My son was like, Todd, they want to apologize. We're not in touch. I just want you. I want you. I want you. I was excited. My son came. 
Hashem wants us. He wants us. Says Reb Sadiq, you know what the chutzpah of the generation of Mashiach? Imagine a guy comes into davening. He's like dripping from the myth, except like davening's over in the middle of a Kiddush. And he geschmacks as an Eishman Esrei. Beautiful chutzpah, beautiful! Yet he knows the secret, I'm the son of the Melech, the Melech wants me. What does he say? What, he woke up so late? That beautiful chutzpah. It's the chutzpah of the generation of Mashiach. My bracha counts. The chutzpah is not to anybody else. It's a chutzpah the Sahara puts in. Who are you fooling? Really? You made such an ashiyatzah? There's a chutzpah. Shem wants my ashiyatzah. No, there's no shaykh. He loves me. Wants my afaydah. It's the ikvus of the Mashiach for somebody to have to dance my davening. I came to shul. I'm excited to talk to my tattoo. My avoider, my tefillin is wanted. I beg, guys, I don't care what time of day. Walk into the base medrash and put on your tefillin with a chutzpah of a ben who knows I'm putting on my tefillin. Don't hide. Don't sit under a cover. You'll be late. I'm putting on its own moshkia. I went to my father visit. My, my father is a very on-time person. It's weird, I know. I don't know how it happened. My father's never late, never. He asked people, Johnny knows us. He's never late, never ever. What happened? I think I'm not adopted, I don't know. But my father's on time, always. I say, Abba. Abba Bacher wants to know, could he put on tefillin? It was like after Lech Benjamin. It was a lot later, Johnny. We'll talk about it later. I asked my father, Halacha, it's like eyes I'm not hiding. God wants his tefillin. God wants his tefillin. Put it on, Birabin. Have the audacity. My avoid is wanted by Hashem. Chutzpah Yaski, the gorgeous chutzpah of saying Hashem's interested in me. Make a bracha with that audacity. Make a bracha. Learn a piece of tire with that chutzpah. My tire is wanted by Hashem. I belong here. I'm Nagea. My bracha, my shmein esrei, my, my mitzvah, my kindness, Hashem wants it and is waiting for it and is excited when, when I'm here because Shuvei was waiting for you. I was waiting when you'd come. Flinch and I'll go meet you. I'll catch you wherever you are. I want you. I've just been waiting. Shuvei Laiva Shuvalechim. I'll meet you wherever you are. Coughs. I could just hear your voice. I will locate you wherever you are. I'll travel the whole distance. So that's the first thing I want to promote. I want to promote, I came to Brooklyn. People say it's a, the city. Here maybe you can teach chutzpah. We have to teach chutzpah. More chutzpah, much more chutzpah. The chutzpah of davening a nice man esrei. And not saying, who are you? The chutzpah making a nice bracha. The chutzpah of a beautiful Asher Yatzer, your son Godlad, yeah, I'm Hashem's son, he wants me. I'm the child of Hashem. He wants my avaydah. My prayer matters. My Torah, my kindness, my mitzvah matters eternally. And he wants it and counts it and waits for it. That's the chutzpah, this El, this Rosh Hashanah, this Yom Kippur. I am wanted, you are wanted. Our avaydah counts and matters eternally and to the eternal one. That's the chutzpah yaski of the ikvus of the Mashiach, of the footsteps of the Mashiach. When the truth is recognized, 
That's the chutzpah that comes out. That's the chutzpah, the first thing. I wanted to bring a little more chutzpah to, to New York. <laughs> so I ask us all, that's the first message I want to share with them. I'd like to sing Kikare Lecha and then share a second thing that I made a big impact on me and I think it might on you. I'd like to share a second point. But the first thing is a lesson of chutzpah. And I'd like to sing Kikare Lecha, that might have closed us. Move a little bit, something sincere. Beautiful chutzpah, vatata. I was just waiting for you. All the nonsense, I can't believe it, I feel so guilty. My son would call me up, like, Tati, I know, I want to. My, a son asked Mechila from his father, it's a very hard, like Rosh Hashanah, are you okay? I just want to tap, smother him with a hug. Tati, I want to ask, he's my son, he's my son. Please. Are you Michael Mitati? Was so from you're my son. I'm not saying not to ask our parents Mechila. I'm saying as parents, just grab your child and hug your child. Are you Michael? I'm so sorry, but I you're my child. You're my child. I love you. The greatest prayer of our life. Everybody's going to go Rosh Hashanah and Kippur to pray for our families. I want to tell the greatest. I'm going to tell you because. Dr. Zakan had me tonight. Le'ilu Nishmas of Shleim Zakan. I'm going to tell you before I before we get to the song. I'm going to tell you the greatest prayer of your life. Everybody here who has children, everybody should have mishpacha, children, grandchildren. Everybody should be zayin. And our dreams are for our children. We dream about our kids. A tenth grader in yeshiva could be holding at distant places, and he dreams. Well, even like here, learning. I want to learn with my son one day. We all dream. A child means you're longing eternity. That's kivli. Child is just another way of saying that which lasts forever. We're yearning for eternity. Iker told the same shal tzaddik in my time. People worry about their children. So we pray. We pray. And a lot of our prayer are for our children. A lot of our prayers for our children. I want to say the greatest prayer. Prayer means our perspective. We have a soul. Prayer is, it's, we could speak about this for the next year and a half, but we won't. Prayer in yeshiva we are. But prayer, but prayer is that you, have, you and I have a soul. And prayer is my wife has this thing on her phone. She's very organized. And she sends herself texts. Prayer is giving God, he's sending himself a message. We are a soul. How we see things comes from Hashem. And he brings bracha through our own feelings and our own view of the world. Hashem, they're suffering so much. Bring Yeshua's, and Hashem sends Yeshua's. We are, that voice came from him himself. Prayer. The deepest prayer of our life, says the Ishbitzer, it says that Yitzchak Avinu loved Esav. He loved Esav. Says the Pasuk Matas Kitzayid Befiv. Rashi says, Kitzayid Befiv is Esav fooled. Tzayid is a lushing to ensnare, to trap. Esav fooled Yitzchak. That's what Rashi says. Says the Ishbitzer, a life changed Hupshah. He says, you know what it means? Yitzchak loved Esav. He was, Yitzchak was trapping Kaviyachal God. Tzayid Befiv is in the mouth of Yitzchak. He was trapping God. It was the deepest prayer. You know what he was saying? I love my son! not giving me nachas. He's struggling. He's Esav. He's Yisrael Mumer. He's my son. And a father loves his son. 
And forever, you and I, that bracha reverberates. A father loves his son. A parent loves their child. It's my child. The most profound prayer in the world that unleashes Rachme Shemaya were your children, Hashem. Were your children. Yitzchak's prayer, the deepest prayer of our lives, is when our child is struggling and something difficult, but he's my child. He's my child. She's my daughter. The deepest prayer is when we find inside ourselves reservoirs of patience, of understanding, of love. This is my child. That's the deepest prayer of your life. Yitzchak, Yitzchak loved Esau. Kitzayid b'fibi was kaviyachol and snaring Hashem. It was a prayer. A father loves his child. That's the Ishbitzer. Incredible. So we, we all want to pray a deep, deep prayer in the season of prayers. The deepest prayers, we find patience, understanding, appreciation for our child. You know, it's not, when I was younger, I thought, when I first saw the Ishbitzer, I was struggling with such deep tire. I thought, while he was doing it, he was thinking, he was saying. It's much deeper. His essence was saying, a father loves his child. A parent loves his her child, his or her child. That's the deepest prayer in the world. That unleashes bracha from Hashem, we're your children. We're your children. A parent loves a child. So I'd like to sing, Ki lecha how easy children is. Hashem wants us flinch. A nice, the azos, the chutzpah of knowing I'm a child. It feels like to others. This guy was dancing by davening. We were so mad at him. Because <coughs> we were mad at ourselves that we didn't have that chutzpah. We were upset. We were jealous of his chutzpah. The chutzpah, you're getting up, and the chutzpah of knowing that your bracha matters, your prayer matters, your kindness matters. It's a chutzpah. It's a sense of, you think, what? You're so perfect. Yeah, I'm not Shem's child. He wants me badly. Badly. He's misavid for him. Shem's right said the shulchan. Like we call taivas. We have taiva, taiva. Shem's right said. His taiva is for us. His right said the shulchan. He wants. He desires us. Me and you. He wants us. He wants us. That's how we should do mitzvahs. That's how we should do one maisa. One action. We should listen to the shayfer. God wants me to be mamluch Hashem. Wants me. Hashem wants me should all develop and share with our families that chutzpah. Share with anybody in our vicinity the chutzpah of knowing I count, I matter, I'm important. Chutzpah, beautiful, gorgeous chutzpah. That's the chutzpah, precious chutzpah. I was surrounded at a chasna. I was surrounded by a man and his talmid, a beautiful man and his talmid, surrounded. Very upset. Some bacher came from yeshiva. We work so hard and easily comes there, he's not even learning all day, and he looks happy today. What are you teaching? What's going on? He hasn't earned being a good boy. Should work harder than if he pushes a little more. Ulay, we have a soul. We don't learn and then we're a good boy because we're good people, we learn. Because we count, we pray. We don't pray, then we count. We're a soul. We're a soul that's precious. We're Hashem's child that's important. That's, that, that's our essence. And then that brings us places. Have the azus of Ikvas of the Meshecha to know we count and we matter. It will anger people. The goal is not to get them angry. The goal is to get them to have that chutzpah as well. 
At first, my roommate got me angry. Today, I daven, I try once in a while, I daven with the same dance he does. Once in a while, he actually took years, but I'm starting to live his chutzpah. And he tried to teach me this beautiful yid, who had the chutzpah to daven as if like it mattered and counted. You know, he You believe it. Chutzpah, beautiful chutzpah, ikvus of the Mashiach. So I'd like to sing Kikar Lecha, but not just sing it. Please let's internalize. We're singing it because what I say in a half hour, the Hevra sings in five minutes and it goes in deeper. Kikar Lecha, Dover Ma'id, we're saying something. It's close. Hashem wants a Shuvelai. There's a call. I want you. Move, flinch. Karve Lecha, it's right there. Does a hava mean it's worlds apart? Because you'll travel worlds when you move an inch. Oh, life on you. When you know you count and your actions matter, I'll come, I'll travel the world, and I'll bring you to the, to the other side of the world. I'll bring you to all the places we need to get. I'll meet you, I'll bring my whole palace with me here, wherever you are. Kikar and Shlema. What? Obviously. Rebmat, you guys sing first, we'll sing the second time, right? first time.
Thank you. We're going on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. The first day there'll be no Tukiyas, Shabbos Kodesh. And the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we're going to blow Tukiyas. We have a mitzvah, a raisa, to make nine sounds. Tukiyah, trua, tukiyah. Tukiyah is a happy sound, a trua is a cry. And then another happy sound. Surrounded by happiness, out telling of the season, to Tukiyas. Dominated by happiness, the happy, beautiful life of the servant of Hashem, the optimistic, the exalted, the beautiful life, and a cry in the middle, that place, that lave that busser, that feeling heart, responding and feeling the situations of life, a tekiah, a true, and a tekiah. And we have three sounds to blow. We do it, malchia, zechrinus, and shifras, three times for a total of nine sounds. But the last, as a machloik is tanayim, what the cry is, there are different types of cries. And the cry could be a cry, <laughs> a cry like that, what we call a trua, which is those, that type of cry. We're not sure if it's a different a type of groan, <laughs> that type of cry, which we call today a shvarim, or if it's both cries together, a shvarim trua, because we don't know, so we blow for each set of Zechreinias, Malchus, and Shifras. We blow Tekiah, Trua, Tekiah, Tekiah, Shvarim, Tekiah, Tekiah, Shvarim, Trua, Tekiah. So we blow 30 sounds to get our nine sounds. To do our mitzvah, the rice of nine, because we're uncertain what type of cry. When in doubt, cry more, rule in life. Real men, real ladies, real people cry. I spoke to a bacher today, and he burst out crying. He's new to Yeshiva. He said, Rebbe, I'm sorry. In our world, I'm sorry. I'm not crying as hard as you. He was crying harder than me. Burst out crying. You could tell he's a new guy. He's only Yeshiva three weeks. He apologized for crying. By us, you win. That's, that's the only test in Yeshiva. Real people cry. He gets a hundred full, his report cards are straight a hundred. He cried three weeks into yeshiva. He's done 10th grade where he's on. He's a rabbi in the yeshiva today. And he apologized today. The guy apologized. I'm sorry, rabbi. But he cried. So when in doubt, we cry and we blow 30 sounds. A whole bunch of extra cries. We feel. We're a feeling people. And we blow 30 sounds. The, all these extra cries. Nothing's by accident. To get to that cry, we cry some extra. To get to that cry. And on the other side of our cry is great joy. You don't cry, you don't laugh. They need in the middle a cry. Without the cry, there's no tekiah. The tekiah, the cheerful, powerful, uplifting tekiah. But the middle is a cry. It's failing. It's that place of the cry. So we blow 30 sounds. But then the Rabbanan come and they say, blow 60. What's that about? Why are we doing 60? We do 100, it gets wild. We have 40 more a minute. I didn't come to Brooklyn. I came to speak about chutzpah in the second chapter. So I'm not going to talk about the minute or the extra 40, which sounds like I know the answer. That's a trick. I, but one day I'll study and then maybe learn it and maybe speak about the 40. But what's with those extra 30? What's the 60? The Rabbanan said to blow Shaifer twice. We blow what's called Tkiyas, the Mu'omen and Tkiyas, the Miyoshev. 
By Ashkenaz, we blow 30 blasts right after Lenin. Then we blow another 30 during Chazar Sashat, so Musaf by Svard. They blow the 30 before, and then 30 during the private Shmanesrei. We've had Svard, Nusach Svard Bachram that were waiting during Shmanesrei. We, we told them shortly after Rosh Hashanah to finish, but no, there were guys waiting. They were waiting for the blast. You have to make it clear. Johnny, remember to spread the word. The, the guys yearly. We, if we forget to announce it, there are guys waiting during their private Shmanesrei for the Shaifer blowing. <laughs> then the Chazan starts. He's confused. He thinks maybe he's spaced out and missed it. There's no Sachashkenaz-Nosach-Sachashkenaz-Nosach-Sachashkenaz-Nosach-Sachashkenaz-Nosach-Sachashkenaz-Nosach-Sachashkenaz-Nosach-Sachashkenaz-Nosach-S
Now, what do you do when you read about Sadiqim? Now, we're certainly young and take advantage of today. But the story of many Gedalim books is the gorgeous, uplifted, exalted youth that set a path of greatness for the rest of their life. We have Tzadikim that tell a different story. Reish Lakish went off the derech. Taisus on Peidalit in Bav Metzeya says that he was from and left the derech. He didn't just go off, he went far off, he became a robber. He was a thief, Reish Lakish. Doesn't tell us the story, he went off the derech. Not a Tinuk Shanishpa, he went off the derech and became a thief. And then we learn in Bav Metzeya the story of his return. It could say a story of Tshuva, there's a much deeper light that he shines on the world. And Reish Lakish taught a Gemara Yuma Peivava Medbez, and Eureka Reish Lakish taught a teaching that's life-changing. Reish Lakish says that one who does Tshuva may ava. There's a Tshuva Meyira, I don't want to be punished, I'm afraid. I'm going to get punished for my sins. That's a tshuva. Tshuva meyira. So Zidainis becomes shaygig. Says Reish Lakish. And he taught this because his essence shone this light onto the world. What he taught in the Beis Medrash and much more profoundly with his life is one who does tshuva meyava. There are various become mitzvahs. There are various become mitzvahs. Tshuva me'ava, one who does tshuva out of love of Hashem, there are various become mitzvahs. Be'emes, there's a bomb kasha. There's a bomb kasha. Rabbi Yoichel, death is a tragic story. Dr. Zak, I didn't come here to make people sad. I want to cheerful. I like, we need the two tkiyas. This might be the true in between. It's a very tragic story of how we lost Rabbi Yoichel Tragic best friends. They were what's called the Talmud Chaver. He was a friend and a Talmud of his great Rabbi Rabbi Yechenon. They were also brother-in-law's beautiful relationship. And the story of the death is a very deep and it needs too many hours to speak about. It's late already. So we won't go there. But I want to say that Rabbi Yechenon said an insulting line to Reish Lakish. They were arguing about the kashras of a knife and Rabbi Yechanan said, you were abandoned, you know about knives. And Reish Lakish was insulted. The great Rebbe, Rabbi Yechanan, called him a robber. And Reish Lakish was insulted. Anybody who learns Torah asks that the Gemara says it's a nas dvarim. It's aser doiraisa. It's a Mishnah in Bab Metzeah. It's aser doiraisa to remind about Shuvah about his past. Rabbi Yechanan transgressed that? He said to Reish Lakish, you were a robber, you know about knives. It's a Mishnah. You're not allowed to remind about Shuvah about his past? What was Rabbi Yechanan thinking? And the answer is, I believe, that Reish Lakish's light that he's shown on to the world is he taught that a tzaddik who does tshuva me'ava, you are various mitzvahs. You don't hide from your wrongdoings. Write them, announce them, they're mitzvahs. You're getting schar. You rewrite history. Your future can change your past. 
We have Gedalian books that write about a glorious past, a glorious childhood that gave birth to a beautiful old age. The story of Reish Lakish is the story of a glorious old age that rewrites childhood. Every story of his child, every robbery that he took part in is a schos, is a mitzvah Rebbe Shlokish taught. Your averis become mitzvahs. And of course, Rebbe Yochanan said to Rebbe Shlokish, his Talmud and his chaver, said, you were a robber. He was saying, you did shofa meyava. Your averis are mitzvahs. You've rewritten your story. You've changed, you've changed. Shuvah, the Rambam says, you become an Ishacha, you're a different person. If we get in touch with that place, if we get in touch with that place that wants Hashem, and we get in touch and we live more from that place, the entire person, that place, never sinned once in its life. The soul never sinned, it never agreed. It's an oinus! The soul never was masking. It screamed and protested. It was basad and you didn't hear. The soul, at the person, that a person has the azus of the generation of Mashiach, says, I am Hashem's child. Hashem wants me. And you empower that place. That's the dominant feature of yourself. The other parts, which used to be in charge, are no longer in charge. And now all those parts are vehicles in the service of Hashem. You know a youngster who says, I have taiva, he's like, feels shame. I have a desire for, that's the holiest place. A servant of Hashem? A boy likes a girl, he's good to his wife. A girl likes a boy, kaidish kadashim. All your parts are holy. All your parts. We're young, we want to take. Any giver, you think they... They move their bodies by a want to take, and a life of a beautiful giver is formed, dominated by a want to give. But they use even the want to take, and that they get up in the morning to take and work in order to be in the charge of a person who's a giver. The soul wins, and all their parts are holy. Averis become mitzvahs. All those parts are precious and holy. For every chet, the person's rewarded. Said Reb Kivager brilliantly that a yid wants to do mitzvahs. You blew the shayfer twice. You love Hashem. You're into this. Your averis become mitzvahs. The Yitzhar doesn't, doesn't say your averis. He'd be stupid to say your averis. If he said our averis, God's like, excellent, more schar, more. You know who says our averis, the Yitzhar the defendant, the male, it says our averis. The satan is quiet. He can't win. Shuva me'avai. You love Hashem. You're excited by Ruchnius. He has nothing to say. He says your mitzvah, he gets schar. He says your averis, he gets schar. He is silent. He doesn't talk, says your kivager. If you blow shaifer twice, you're excited by mitzvah. So I want to say to us, well, we're a generation, Svarim write about us. We're a generation that's motivated by Ava. We're a generation that's motivated by love. And I say to us all, find something in Ruchnius that excites you. Let us all find something that gives us chiyos. Being kind to somebody. 
find something in us, a mitzvah that means something to us. It could be our tefillin. It could be our neir Shabbos. It could be any mitzvah that gets you excited. A kindness to another human being. A sincere prayer. And the ikr task is fall in love with serving Hashem. Find something, as many people as they're in this room, is as many areas, we all have unique stations in our life, a unique task. We're all wanted, Hashem wants us, and wants our avayda. Find something that's fired by you, that just this means something to me, and be excited by it, dance. Understand it's wanted, find something. And avoid this Hashem, a precious one bracha, one act of kindness, and it's precious by us. It's called tshuva me'ava. It's not, you're not scared. The tshuva to me, a shamnu to me, looks like, I, I laugh, a youngster, 16-year-old, he feels so much shame. He was hurt. He, he's crying when I was 12 years old, me in a class, whatever he's saying. When I was 12 He's innocent, an innocent youngster, 16 years old. He's not about tshuva. He never went off. He's 16. Not about tshuva. I'm about tshuva. He's not. He's 16. And a youngster, you know what Hashem looks like? Hashem, I'm so sorry. I lived in shame. I thought you were like angry at me. I'm so sorry I looked at you that way, Hashem. I've now, I thought you love me. I saw my son might say, Shabbos, I'm not a more loving father than Hashem. That would be chutzpah. I'm going to ask Mechila from Hashem that I didn't, I didn't, I, what an arrogant guy I was. I'm more loving than him. I saw my son I didn't see for a day and I was fired up. And if I was there by Hashem all year, he's excited I'm there. And if I was away and didn't serve, how much more excited would I show up? He didn't see me for a year. Am I more loving a bus of a dumb father than Hashem? Nonsense. I asked Mechil Hashem that I judged that I'm so I'm embarrassed. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry, Hashem knew I have sinned. Hashem knew I've sinned. I asked Mechil Bagad knew I've been disloyal. I haven't chap what a tata. Gazal knew I've stolen what comes to us. I've stolen what comes to you that were your children. I'm a robber. I put people down. I put myself down. I have spoken empty words. Ridiculous. I ask Mechil Hashem. I'm your child. You love me and I love you back. I'm here. I want to perform. I want to serve. I want to do a mitzvah. Here, I'm going to call up a friend and give him chizah. I'm doing tshuva Hashem. I know you want me. I know you want me. That's the tshuva that we're called. The tshuva me'ava. It's the tshuva of our generation. The tshuva of love of Hashem to do a mitzvah with chiyos. There's a big shayla, if halacha, if you're supposed to make kiddush before the kiss. As a chumrah for many years, I wouldn't, I'd be machmir. So the yeshiva gives a break, it's hard for the bachar. So they have kiddush before the kiss. I eat before the kiss. I make kiddush. Because I want to blow the shayfra, I'm in the middle of preparing for the kiss. I eat. Halacha, they're different shaitas. I eat. I'm makbid, not a guy in yeshiva. If I see a guy trying to be machmed, not eating, I'm not starting the kiss. I ask Johnny to stand by the door and not let a guy in the base medrash. We won't blow till every single guy ate. Because I want him to comfortably hear the I want him to excitedly, tshuva me'ava. Hashem wants my, me to hear the tkeah. He wants me to be mamlechim. He wants me. I want a guy to be happy and in a good mood. Well fed. 
Nishmak, even the guy should schmooze. I'm not rushing. Zriza Matim Lemitzvah, I'm in the middle of preparing. The guys all schmooze till everybody feels good. We're not starting to kiss. You'll give me the signal. Till everybody feels good. We'll blow the sh- that will blow only then. Everybody's eaten. Everybody's relaxed. They schmooze. Guys greeted each other. We're preparing for the kiss. A melech b'loyan. We were asked to blow a shayfer to coronate Hashem. We were asked with Am Hashem. He wants us. Shuvuelai. There's a call that he wants us. Shuva me'ava. We've come back. We want you. You want us. We're in this. The month Elul's called Ani l'daidi v'daidi li. Hashem has many names. He's called Daidi. I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me. That's the call of Elul. He wants me, and I want him. Ani l'daidi v'daidi li. And the call of the Shaifer, I want us to eat before the shetas. If your shetas la'alach, it's us. I'm not breaking alach. The different shetas. I'm machmerit. I'm machmerit. I'm machmerit. Every guy eats. I won't let a guy. Don't let a guy in the bed. Did you eat? He didn't eat. We're whole sabers waiting. Because we need him to hear the shayfer. He has to eat first. Make kiddush and eat first. It's a shayla, different sheet. He has to eat. He has to eat. Then we're going to blow the shayfer. Basimcha rabba. Tshuva meyavu. Basimcha rabba. The satan will have nothing to say. He can't talk. What's he supposed to do? Say our verus or our verus our mitzvahs. Say them. Bring it on, satan. Say our verus, the mitzvahs. I love Hashem. Hashem loves me. He wants my service. Bring it on. Say what Chatoim I did. I'm Hashem's child. I'm living from that place. I'm in that spot now. You have an Avera you want to say? You know, a guy goes up to a Rebbe. This guy cracks me up. A guy goes up to a Rebbe. He says, Rebbe, your son is bothering me. You know, it's his son. He's not going to be that mad. <laughs> Guys come up to me. Like, a guy comes up. My kids are very well behaved. Baruch Hashem. But a guy comes up like, like Rebbe, your son... I, I don't know how to say this. He's my son. <laughs> I was very, very... A yid is trying to get the yeshiva closed. It's estranged from his children, a complicated yid. was telling on the yeshiva. He's calling the government, wrote letters to the government. It was causing a lot of issues. So I wanted to pray that Hashem should stop him. And I started looking into the sugi of Meiser Dinai Lashemayim. Sugi in Gittin Bafzayim, the sugi in Baba Kampa. The sugi is everything's in chess. So I started looking to the sugi of praying against the yid. Started dawning on me. If a guy comes up to me, Kalish, your son. I'm davening against God's kid. Okay, uh, Shem, your son is such a jerk. <laughs> Doesn't work that well. It's like, uh, he's my son. <laughs> Be very careful. I say, Hashem, this guy, please make him a zillionaire, and he should be so busy counting his money, shouldn't have time to bother the yeshiva. Please, just let him, give him all the bracha. He should have so much bracha in his life. He shouldn't be there that he wants to bother anybody. That's the, that's the prayer, because he's Hashem's son. It's complicated. Very complicated to daven against God's son. It's funny when a guy comes forward and speaks to a rebbe, like to tell on his son, very compl- I don't say not to and the Shinantolorecha, the Talmud's a son also. Just know it's one son telling on another son. You're not, he's not going to go, oh, that's it. He's my son. <laughs> I hear, I hear, you know. Rai Shapiro had a very funny interaction with the Bacher complaining. His son's an angel. But somebody complained. So very, Yitzi, you would have been there. It was, it was just delightful. 
We're his children. We're Hashem's children, my friends. That's the truth of Meyav, what we're going to do. We're going to say, Hashem, no, I'm sorry, Hashem. Sorry for all my shame. No more shame. Chutzpah. No more shame. We're throwing, we're burying shame. It's not so easy. We felt for so many years, Hashem, no, I asked Mechila for my shame. For sensing, like, you're angry. I'm out. I asked Mechila, Hashem. I judged you less than, a, than an Av of Basavadam. I judge you less than an Av. Bonim, I didn't take your tire seriously. Bonim, I yes, that's the main Hashem that we're going to say. So sorry, Hashem, that I didn't take your tire seriously. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, I'm here, Hashem. I'm in. I'm in, Hashem. I'm sorry. So I don't know. I don't know why I got confused. I'm so sorry, Hashem. I'm your son. I'm your child. I'm your daughter. I'm in, Hashem. I'm in. I'm back. I'm here. I don't know. I don't know what got into me. Shufa Meyava, I feel it, I know it. So we're going to do Shufa Meyava, that's what we're going to attempt. The world of Shufa Meyava being excited by mitzvahs. I ask us all to find a mitzvah, something in the service of Hashem that we connect to, that it deeply resonates by us, all of us. Find something, find things, little things, something that just you're excited by in Ruchnis. That's a Shufa Meyava, you're like tapping in, you found yourself. Your soul never sinned. Your soul, and you're tapping in. That's in charge. That's a chufa meyava. Let's find that place. Let's live in that place. Sudayinus nasuk averis bemezid becomes chuyas, become merits. The Satan has nothing to say in such a world. He has nothing to talk. Mention averis. I want to sing a song with you. I want Shlomo to sing the Chever to sing a song to you that we've been saying L'david Hashem L'cha Omar Libi. My heart says L'cha Rashi says means representing as a Shliach of Hashem. L'cha Omar Libi. My heart talks to me as a Shliach of Hashem. And my heart says Bakshu Panai seek me. And therefore as Panecha Hashem Avakish I seek you Hashem. Very confusing words. We're going to do slow motion. Our heart is, I'll do Kalish's heart. Dan, Kalish's heart, talking to Dan. And my heart says, Dan, Bakshupanai, seek me. My heart as a Shliach of Hashem, representing Hashem. So my heart whispers, and my heart says to Dan, Kalish, Dan, seek me. And therefore, it's Panecha Hashem Avakish, I seek Hashem. Now, the first thing I see here, is that nobody seeks Hashem until they hear their heart saying it. Don't tell your kids, don't tell your Talmudian, don't tell anybody. When you hear your heart saying, seek me, as Panecha should you run. Don't teach, don't teach, don't tell, don't encourage, create an environment, people will hear. David HaMelech says, when I hear my heart say, Panai, seek me, as Panecha I run after Hashem. But I have a kasha. My heart should say, seek Hashem. My heart says, seek me. That's weird. My heart's whisper is so bizarre. My heart says, seek me. And therefore, I seek Hashem. My heart should say, seek Hashem. Weird. The whispering heart. The heart whispers. The heart whispers, screams the hand cage. The heart whispers, seek me, seek me. Seek me. And I seek Hashem. 
I believe the path to service of Hashem is to be the most like yourself you could be. The journey of Avaitis Hashem is to be the most yourself you could be. Don't imitate anybody. Don't try to be somebody else. The most yourself. Your heart whispers, seek me, and you run after Hashem. The heart wants Hashem. The inside, the neshama craves Hashem. The neshama wants what's right. When you're most loyal to that calling, that's, and the calling is seek me, and you run after Hashem in your own unique, beautiful way, in the way only you can, only you know, only you, it's, it's your specific mission. So let's, let, let's, hear, let's sing the song, let's hear the song, but let's hear the voice, the voice of all our hearts, of every Jewish soul, that says, and as Panech Hashem Avakish, we respond by running after Hashem.
Vax is here on this call. He wants us move. We on a weekday night came out to, to try to be making for Rosh Hashanah, for Yom Kippur. It should be all the Torah, any Torah we learned, and all the Torah should be an inspiration, should be an Eloi to the precious Neshama of Reb Shloyme Eliezer. Then, Reb Yaakov should be an Eloi for his precious Neshama. And all of us should be Zaycha. Every single one of us should be Zaycha to a beautiful, precious year, a year of Simcha, a beautiful, beautiful year of Hatzlacha and all the Hashem Shemimala, all the desires of our Shemimala, Hashem Komashal Yislevcha and Mutayva, Agot Gebenshin. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Maramakaimas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.